We're breaking down another series win for the Twins in a dominating game on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Locked On Twins postcast. I'm the host of Locked On Twins, Nash Walker, here with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Brandon Warren. Before we get started, this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good <laughs> for Mother's Day. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Brandon, Twins win. They win the series after a tough start. On Friday, it was the Josh Winder show in his debut, averaging 95 with the fastball, hit 97, 10 swings and misses, seven strikeouts over six scoreless innings. How impressive was was Winder in this one? Yeah, there's really no way you can overstate how good he was. And you remember how much we've talked about the Twins being flush with starting pitchers, and that was when they had six. Speaking of that, Sonny Gray started today. Uh, this is not one of those six. This is number seven, and mm-hmm. he – looked like he belongs in that rotation to stay. So fortunately for Winder, unfortunately for Bailey Ober, he's on the IL. It might open up uh, another opportunity for him. But the way things are lined up right now with Sonny Gray going for Fort Myers today, I did not catch numbers on how that went. So You did well. Okay. I can't, I can't speak to that. But you'd hope Winder can stick around in some role as the rosters are about to shorten. But I think he's safe on the roster. I'm just not sure where you find room for another start. He might just be another multi-inning guy a la Juwan Duran, but in a different role. Before Winder even took the mound in the first, it was 5 nothing. Brandon. Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton kicking things off. An early error on the first half out of the game, and the Twins just took advantage. The lineup was clicking on all cylinders, not only today, but yesterday as well. Is this the offensive breakout here we're seeing, Brandon? I think that's, what is that, 17 runs in two days? Yeah, and three runs on the first four hitters of the game. And I do believe that somebody said the Twins had been getting into good counts, but not capitalizing and not executing. Yes. Lo and behold, I believe, I believe, again, I believe they're nine for their last 10 in uh, in wins, nine and one, if I'm not mistaken. So it's, it's, it's coming full circle. I'm not some kind of genius that saw something coming that nobody else did. But top to bottom, left to right, left or right, they look solid you know it's a different group every single day i mean buxton and correa were solid garlic got on uh, ended up leaving the game but everybody other than urshela and arise in the starting lineup got on base or got a hit so very solid balanced offensive effort and just exactly what you want to see and like we suspected you'd see from an offense that has a lot of really interesting parts Twins roster reduced tonight to 26. Sounds like Miguel Sano might go to the injured list. What do you expect to happen? Two guys need to be removed from the active roster. What do you foresee, Brandon? Yeah, it kind of feels like maybe Sands is the other one because I'd have to check because I know they have to get down, I think, from 16 to 15 pitchers or that's the max. And I don't recall for sure if they were already at 15 or 16 because they did some maneuvering here in the last week or so. But I still suspect that maybe, you know, Sands get his feet wet, but give them some length because you have to remember, too, there was no way of knowing Winder would go as far into the game as he did. So I think Sands was up to 
possibly do what Duggar did for the race today if it would have come to it. I mean, Duggar goes five and a third, throws 87 pitches in a relief role. They probably had Sands say they expected him, you know, they said to him, prepare for anywhere from probably 30 to 80 pitches. And fortunately, it was only two innings. So, yeah, I think he might be the odd man out, but I'm not sure about that. Twins sweep the White Sox, sweep the Tigers, take two out of three from Tampa at the Trop, and now they will go to Baltimore for a four-game series against the Orioles. But how far does this go in kind of flipping that 4-8 and eight start, Brandon, to win nine out of their last ten and three series in a row in basically most of these games imposing their will? Well, and I saw standings from I think it was this morning and it had the last 10 for each team so at that time the twins were eight and two in their last 10 before winning this game but I think every other team in the division was three and seven or worse so you know it's it's a time where they're capitalizing and the other teams are floundering these games matter as much as the ones in September you just don't get as up in arms about them and right now if I'm not mistaken the White Sox are having trouble getting to Michael Lorenzen in uh, in the game against the Angels. So the Twins are taking advantage of what's in front of them, and now they need to do the same in terms of what's in front of them schedule-wise. So I think, you know, like they've, they've, they've capitalized on the rest of the division struggles. Now they need to take care of business going into Baltimore and then as they welcome some of the teams that may not be expected to do as much. I don't want to denigrate anybody on the first day of May, but there certainly are haves and there are certainly have-nots like the Cincinnati Reds. Some seasons are over and we just don't want to say it. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Brandon, let's preview this series. Here are your pitching matchups. Chris Paddock, Monday against former twin Tyler Wells. He's starting this year for Baltimore. Tuesday's Joe Ryan, Bruce Zimmerman. Bruce Zimmerman, a lefty, has pitched very well, actually, so far. Dylan Bundy is going to go Wednesday against Kyle Bradish. He's a right-hander, and then the Twins have not announced a starter for Thursday. For Baltimore, it'll be Spencer Watkins. So three righties and a lefty. What do you expect out of the Twins offensively? We'll start with the, the lineup here. Well, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to run into a guy in Zimmerman who's pitching pretty well right now. I I don't know how Tyler Wells has done this season. I know he was he was pretty decent last year in a limited role. But it'd be kind of fun seeing him against the Twins and then Dylan Bundy against the Orioles. But offensively, you just look to keep rolling. And I think it's it's so hard to really do a forecast. You just hope that if, let's say, Buxton has a tough game tomorrow in the opener, someone like Trevor Larnick does what he did today and picks him up with multiple hits and, and drives in some runs. So honestly, I think they just keep rolling. I, there's no reason not to believe they keep rolling. And Baltimore has been better than I think a lot of people expected. But at the same time, just not that great of a team right now in terms of where they are in their rebuild. Three out of four, I think, is the expectation here. Yeah. On the pitching side, Brandon, which of these three are you watching in Paddock, Ryan, and Bundy? Is it Bundy because of the returning home factor? Chris Paddock, who who should we key in on on the pitching front? Well, I should correct myself. They're 7-14. and 14. I thought they got off to a better start than that. I, I'm watching Paddock. I have a pretty good trust level in Ryan and, and Bundy going back is it's going to be cool for him. For me, that's not, not as cool, but Paddock just trying to keep an eye on that third pitch and the command and just how comfortable he looks because he's been a guy who has done most of the things you want a pitcher to do in terms of strikeouts, in terms of walks and in terms of 
fastball velocity, but he's just never had it all come together. And when it comes together for a guy like that, the results can be quite special. So it's, it's going to be a, a tune up for him because it's not a great Orioles offense, but at the same time too, you have to take them seriously because they're a big league pitching staff, big league hitters, and they can bury you fast. So I'm curious to see how he handles that. Curious to see how he handles the extra day off, which, you know, for whatever reason, um, it may help line up Sonny Gray to come back for five days from now. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see what Paddock does to get things rolling. Brandon, who's your MVP of this race series after the weekend? Who do you think uh, most contributed to the twins winning this series? I mean, I think I, off the top of my head, probably go with Carlos Correa having a really nice series, but you know, there were uh, Kyle Garlick had a big game yesterday and now, hopefully not going on the injured list, but to me, it looked like he could have maybe tweaked that sports hernia again, which is a really weird injury, but Max Kepler's been on fire looking really good, but I got to go with Correa. Uh, I think it's what three straight multi-hit games starting to make that slash line look a little more stomachable, even if it's not quite where it needs to be yet. How about you? I will also go with Correa. I think he was uh, kicking it off early and early and often yep. for the Twins in this series. Let's finish with this. Alex Kirilov on the men, still playing for St. Paul. He's in the lineup today, but you have to think, going to join the Twins here on this road trip at some point. Maybe not. Maybe they get him a bunch of swings in St. Paul. But with Miguel Sano going to the injured list, Trevor Larnick is hitting. Where yep. does Kirilov fit back in? Luis Arise is playing a lot of first base. What does the role look like for AK? Yeah, it's hard to say because... Garlic has been mixing and matching, but that's also uh, against lefties, which is a, you know, it's a point of contention for if Larnick or Kirilov can hit versus them yet versus if they will, which with hitters that caliber, you would expect they would. But I think it's possible he comes back in that hybrid role, plays a little bit of left field, a little bit of first base with a rise mixing and matching at third. Celestino was in left today, looked pretty good, but I don't know that they're going to want him out there all that frequently either. Again, mix and match with lefties, but... I think Kirilov, it's possible, could stay down a little bit longer just to get his swing where they want it because it wasn't like he was swinging it all that well when he went down with the injury. So get him him to 100% and get him 10, 12 plate appearances and get him up. And maybe he's there right now. I can't say for sure, but I I think he's closer rather than he is farther away. Twins are 13 and nine. They're 13 and eight when we record postcasts. So like and subscribe. Yes. We'll be back. Can't wait to uh, recap this Baltimore series. Twins are on a roll right now. Not out of their last 10. Brandon, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back soon. Thank you, sir. Be good.